Hello, OdaFest listeners. We are live at the OdaFest podcast recording for two weeks out from OdaFest, and it's terrifying. But joining Can you me say today. We're live when we're recording. Fine. <laughs> I'm live right now. I'm being pedantic. Straight to your ear holes from this recording, stored in the cloud somewhere. Do you want me to restart? No. <laughs> no. Not really. All right. Let's keep going then. Let's keep going. We're two weeks out. Nobody's stressed about Odafest. Nobody. No, but joining no. me today in not being stressed is Angelo and Nancy and myself, the J. I'm legitimately not stressed. There you go. I'm not stressed. I'm just <laughs> mildly rusty. I'm actually yeah. very excited. It's good. I am also very excited because we have so many things to announce. Such as, similar to Japanese convenience stores and the unique products they offer, Odafest Konbini offers a wide selection of Japanese snacks and drinks. Indulge in some melon pan or grab a quick onigiri snack on your way to the next event. This year's Odafest Amplified concerts have everything for fans of live music and performance art, including drag performers, DJs, Neat, and Anime Nightclub 3, and the father of Eurobeat himself, Dave Rogers. You'll be entertained and delighted by their electrifying performances while you dance the night away. Come on down to OdaFest Amplified on OdaFest Friday and experience the excitement. And in case you missed that first part where Jay said it's T minus eight days to OdaFest, we have a reminder for you that we've implemented a number of strategies to help with overcrowding, one of which is to limit ticket sales. Saturday passes are now sold out. If we sell out online, we will not be selling tickets at the door, so get yours before it's too late. You can read more about it at odafest.com ticket dash update. Oh my god. It's happening. Eight days It's really away. happening. I made sure... To take off the Thursday and Friday before OdaFest? You are smart. I did not take Thursday. Partly because we have some friends from the States flying in on Wednesday night to uh, to come attend OdaFest. I believe I have a European friend who is flying in for, oh my God. for Thursday. So yes, uh, lots, lots happening. They're also sticking around for the week after OdaFest. I just don't have friends. So it just we'll makes it easier. We'll get to uh, show them around a bunch. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. I am, I'm so excited. Oh. This is the most excited I've been in a whole year. I mean, I think everyone should be excited. We have put a lot of work into this. Yeah. It's been and a like, long time coming. Well, the fact it's that it's be like the, the 25th anniversary, that's a pretty big deal. That's a quarter yeah. century. I know. We're a quarter century old. That's even 0. 0.025 of a millennium. My God. You know what? A quarter century sounds a lot longer than a 0. 0.025 of a millennium. I thought yes. I thought going up in the units would make it sound uh, a lot longer. That just reminds me of um, there's this old story of I think it was either Burger King or it could have been A&W, but I think it's Burger King, um, where they... In response to McDonald's famous quarter pounder, Sammy, uh, they offered a third pound burger. 
And if you know math, you would know <laughs> that a third is bigger than a quarter. But it flopped as a product because people thought that the simple lizard brain said three smaller than four, like one fourth. Yep. Vers- like of versus the one quarter? third. Yes. Like one third, one three is smaller than one four. So that that whole thing flopped. Wow, that's that's some mental gymnastics right there. Like, I kind of get it from a very basic marketing standpoint. Tell people what they're getting in the most like direct way possible. But I don't know how much more direct you can get other than one third is larger than a quarter. Does that like have to be part of the marketing material then? It's like, welcome to blah, 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 where we have our famous third pounder burger. Also, one third is bigger than a quarter. <laughs> much bigger than our local competitor's quarter pounder. You know yeah. what the next uh, uh, competitor to McDonald's should do? Instead of a quarter pounder, do a two-fifther. It doesn't roll <laughs> off the tongue, but oh both God. numbers are bigger now. Wow. Or instead of saying like half a pound, <laughs> be like a double, double quarter, quarter pounder. But a double quarter pounder already exists at McDonald's, but they don't call it. A half pounder. This kind of goes back to that whole thing about... <laughs> Call it uh, the quarter double pounder. No, don't. No. That's that's not the point. It's marketing. You just, you just reminded me about, you know, when you get to that age as a teenager when like people start drinking and they start buying <clears throat> a 2.6 and you're just like, what the heck is a 2.6? Ah, uh, yes. It is a 2.6. It's a 2-6. What is a 2-6? What does the 2 and the 6 mean? It has 26 ounces of alcohol. But it's a 26. Yeah. Well, do you know it's what a 2-4 not... is, though? You mean a 2-fer? No, a 2-4. No, a 2-4. <laughs> I know, but, like, you see what I mean. It's it's this whole, like, marketing spiel mixed with casual... Uh, understanding or misunderstanding casual understanding slash like casual slang like it's it's such a weird uh muddy spot to be in it really is it really is but all this talk of alcohol is reminding me of something so a couple weeks ago you guys were at the bemo center for uh, uh a bunch of nerdable yeah yeah, yeah. sure was yeah mm-hmm I was there the very next weekend for beer bull. Tell me more. Is that the name of the event? <laughs> beer bull. <laughs> I wish it was. I was there for beer bull. So beer fest happened. Mm-hmm. The Calgary beer fest happened at the BMO Center this past weekend. Calgary. And mm. it was so much fun. Was it dangerous? It was not dangerous at all, really. It was actually just a great time. Oh, so you didn't end up uh, overindulging. I I actually didn't. I feel like I drank very responsibly this year, unlike last year. Oh, good. So Dio, she went and splurged on the VIP passes. Ooh. The general plebeian passes were $20 a pop, whereas Mm -hmm. the VIP passes were $50 a pop, which I, I think that's actually still pretty attainable. That's still pretty reasonable, I think. What is VIP about the alcohol situation? It mm-hmm. lets you skip the line, which when mm-hmm. the line was wrapping around the BMO Center, thank God. Oh, God. Oh, like getting in? Okay. Yes. I thought you meant like skip the line at like the vendor itself. I'm like, how long of a line will a vendor actually have? 
And then it also included like a VIP lounge area. So if you wanted to sit down, you wanted to have like a good time, get off your feet. Uh, there were cooking with beer classes. Unfortunately, we didn't get to those in time. But those were included in the VIP pass. Uh, but more than anything, the whole point of Beer Fest is you get this tiny little cup, this tiny little five ounce cup. It is like a fifth or a sixth of a pint. And you go to the different booths and you go, sir, I want your finest beer. Here is two tickets. And then they fill up your little cup and you can just slurp your beer and you can enjoy it. It is one of the best ways to sample a bunch of different drinks. Do you find that five ounces is enough? It might actually have been less than that now that I think about it. Like it might be four. I would have to I would have to compare with some other drinking vessels, but it's enough to get a good taste and still know because that it's like such a small amount of a pint. Like you can have like six or eight of these little cup cupfuls of of beer and still only be like two pints of of beer overall. So you can really enjoy the event, try a lot of stuff and have a great time. Like that's that's the point of it. Yeah. Obviously, you're going there to get sloshed. I was looking. I was looking to go to beer fest, but I, w- I wasn't able to make it just to my own personal schedule. Unlucky. Now people know I don't really drink, and you'd be like surprised why I want to go. It's because they have food too, and mm-hmm. they do have mm-hmm. a lot of food. I always like food. One of mm-hmm. my favorite things that they had was yeah. beer cheese. What yeah. beer cheese beer fried okay. in butter and garlic? Oh, okay. It was prepped. It wasn't just beer cheese. They did have some that That's were just good. like. On its own, like if yeah. a cheese string, you could get like smoked or regular. But yeah. the best thing they have, they have it like cut up in little nibs. They saute it with butter and garlic, so it gets like nice and just a little bit crispy. And you can Ooh. eat it like that. Mm-hmm. It is magical. Ooh. But I do, I do remember I was looking at the tickets. So the sample mug is actually not a VIP thing, which I think it was pretty interesting. It's actually just if you pre-purchase your ticket, yeah, you will get a sample mug. Looking at the actual VIP, I don't know if I would personally have paid extra, not because I think it's like terrible. I just don't think I would have needed to use most of them because it's like separate entrance, early admission, VIP lounge with drinking water <laughs> is something that cracks me up just because I think it's funny. No matter what, there was water available. It's just that there were not otherwise chairs available. That's Mm -hmm. fair. But walking throughout the hallways of Beer Fest, something caught my eye. On top of a table, there were these very silly party glasses. They had a honeycomb pattern, and they were lit up with an extravagant purple and pink hue and I just looked at them and I was like, those are the most ridiculous glasses I've ever seen. They mm-hmm. will be I mine. need to try them on. <laughs> and so I put them on my head and Dio was there. Some other friends were there and they were like, wait a minute. It actually looks kind of neat. What the hell? It doesn't look as goofy as we thought. So I t- pulled up my phone. I took a look with my selfie camera and I was like, wow, I look like a balder version of Daft Punk. This is wonderful. <laughs> What does that mean, though? You don't know what if Daft Punk are bald or not. That's the whole point. Well, I mean, they blew themselves up, so no one will ever know. Yeah. Mm, true. I bought those glasses, 
And I wore them for the rest of the evening. And something I didn't expect happened. It turns out that wearing light-up party glasses is just an instant icebreaker. If you wear those and you are the only person in like a sea of drunk people wearing these weird party glasses, everyone just wants to talk to you. They're like, oh my god, those glasses are amazing. Where did you get them? Or they're like, whoa, look at those. Those are certainly eye-catching. It is like a cheat code to making friends. Hey. For what it's worth, uh, listeners, he's wearing them right now. (laughs) I legitimately am wearing them right now because it's just that fun. You're killing the battery. You're going to need it for the weekend. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've got some batteries in my in my bag or in my drawer. All right. I'm pretty sure there are 2032s. I have like eight of those for motherboards, you know? So for context, when Angelo turned his camera on, I almost certainly thought, oh, that's an interesting camera filter. And then he started moving his head around and I was like, oh, no, those are real. Yep. <laughs> I feel like I've seen them before, but I can't remember where. You might have seen them at different event spaces. Oh, but like probably. I just can't. Like I said, I just don't remember which one. I wish being the gamer that I am, I wish that they changed colors or went from like the colors would like flow left to right or anything like that because it goes blue to pink. It looks like. Mm -hmm. Can you change it? Yeah, gradients. Each side is individually controlled. Oh, there's some change. Now it's yellow. Oh, I love it. Oh, my God. That would drive me insane. That's a seizure. Angelo's got blinking mode on. That would... No. But there's no gradient. There's no, like, moving rainbow gradient. So each side side is individually controlled. And so you can set it to a rotating RGB mode. You would have to time it to, like, really feel like it's rotating. But you could do it. Uh, okay, okay. Well, I will give them more uh, credit than I thought, and I think it is an excellent purchase for you, sir. I, I think they're super fun. You're going to have so many people hitting you up and being like, cool glasses, dude. Exactly. Like, I'm going to wear them the entire weekend at OdaFest because there's also a second functionality that myself, as a very tall person, gets out of these glasses. I effectively become a lighthouse in a crowd. when the short friends were going off to the bathroom and had to find us afterwards, I just would look in the general direction, rotate around, and then they'd be like, ah, that big bald thing with the honeycomb, the iridescent LED honeycomb. That's where my friends are. The beacon of Gondor has been lit. Gondor calls for aid. It's so fun. I love it. It's so I'm good. just curious it. as to see what the rest of your outfit will be like. Yeah. It won't be this cool. Now that you've got now I that you've got these this. accessories, you need to like shore up the rest of it. But now weekend. you need to have a perfect rave outfit. Yeah. Maybe I'll wear for... like my nice uh pink princess peach tank top and my t-shirt on top of it. Yes. You need like a no, you need like a white almost like like wet white shiny pleather jacket and i some can't do pleather but i've hats. got a double-breasted uh uh white suit blazer do you have I'm... Like, some fingerless gloves to go with that because that would just be the perfect outfit for saturday night maybe i'm pretty Come sure on. that blazer actually has a stain from it it was it was from a <laughs> cosplay from uh Aww. oda fest aurora you know... 
I think. You know, you could do oh your laundry, gosh. right? <laughs> I mean, laundry is something that can be done. The, the, this the, this thing has been stained since Odafest Aurora. When was the last one of those? Oh you gosh. can never mind. You can dry clean it. Maybe. You can dry clean it, or you can just wear it as is to Odafest Amplified. I oh. can. It'll get stained throughout the day. Maybe I'll yeah, just exactly. like spray some ketchup on it uh, for the vibe. And just well, if call he's gonna it show a for, purposeful thing. If he's gonna show up for Odafest Amplified, that's Friday, not Saturday. Yeah, yes. no, that'd be Friday. I was initially thinking like, oh, that would be a really cute masquerade. Mm, nope, let's change it. That's going to be like a rave outfit for Friday. We should get you those finger lights too. <laughs> like, Do it. That would be fun. Do it. That would be a lot of fun. Come but on. overall, Beer Fest was an absolute hoot. It was so great. It was It was a bunch of hanging out with friends and getting... Uh, a little bit buzzed, a little bit sloshed. So did you come away with some favorites, like some new favorites? Yes, actually. I can't remember what the exact name was, but there was this green tea cognac drink. There was that this green tea cognac drink that was absolutely heavenly. And Those are two uh, like drink words that don't, go together in my brain like I can't imagine what that tastes like right now because I'm pretty good at imagining flavor profiles and I don't I don't understand I guess it's time for you to try a sip or something tiger's well the other thing is I also I also use cognac most like majority for cooking which is where my headspace would be about that I don't know I wonder if I could use it in the same way Hmm. so in the case of this drink it was more green tea forward Ooh, I like it it like wasn't it bitter at all, yes. but it wasn't too sweet. The cognac I... came through on the back, and mm. of all the different things that I tried, like I had a lot of good beers that night, but that one, which was not a beer at all, it was it was alcoholic green tea. I do wish I had gone. That one was the standout, and that one was I really like cool. Tea. It was called Tiger's Tea. I like green tea oh. in general as a as a drink profile note thing. So that makes me happy that it's being used. I'll see if I can go next year. I might recommend it. I think mm. it's a pretty good time. Just yeah, if you do go with a general either, pass, make sure you line up early. Hmm. Good to know. Or maybe wear a diaper in the line. Who knows? Oh, it's a very long God. line. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Anyways. I heard that there's a Nintendo game coming out. Probably. I've never heard of it, though. But I am playing the crap of the old one in preparation for this new one. And? I haven't played Breath of the Wild since, like, it first came out. It's a really good game. I like it. Enjoy, I enjoy it so much more than I did with Skyward Sword, which I just really wanted to, like, get it over with. And I finally did that. But I just forgot how much there is to do in the game. I like Breath of the Wild in that it's an open world game that makes me really feel like it's open world. I don't know how to describe it much better, like... There's like, I've played lots of open world games in many different genres, but Breath of the Wild is like one that I really don't mind, <clears throat> like just traveling or even like if I'm not warping across, you know, just to get an objective done or whatever, like it actually feels nice, but there's just so much to do. And I thought I had more time, but Tears of the Kingdom is coming out in like two days <laughs> at this point. And uh, I don't have the time that I thought it was just, there's so much to do. And I still have to actually beat bosses. And 
I just didn't think that it would be this bad. I I took time off for this, and I thought I had time. You thought you had time. Yeah, you thought, really thought you were could a gamer. handle this. It's still a really good game. Makes me super look forward to Tears of the Kingdom. I am basically almost spoiler-free on Tears of the Kingdom. I have no idea what's really to expect other than like uh, the official trailers uh, that I've seen, but I haven't like done a deep dive on everybody's speculations for the game. Because uh, if there's anything I've ever learned, I hate other people's expectations. Yeah, agree. Yeah, whenever someone else like speculates on what they want a game to be, mm-hmm. or they, anything like a movie, a show, anything, this hype. is kind of bad because this, this is, is kind of something that we do as well in our anime review episodes. But we're not as creative as the creative staffs behind these projects. Legitimately, True. anyone who says like what they want, what they expect out of it, what they're looking forward to, frequently have no idea what's coming for them. That is very true. And I love that. Yeah. Like that that's what keeps it a surprise. I think it's like anytime you go into a big project, you're about to experience a big work such as a movie, a series, um and like you know everyone and their grandmother is like oh it'll be amazing or like all this other stuff. But I've only genuinely and I think I could speak for a lot of people I've only genuinely have like the best time. I feel like when my expectations were lower, not higher. Oh, which true. is like so. Like an ex- a good example would be I recently had seen like the Super Mario movie, and I had low expectations, and I knew it would be a kids movie, but it still was pretty fun. Like, but I felt like if I went up there being like, "I'm the biggest Super Mario fan. This is going to be the greatest time," like I'd be very disappointed in some sense. I agree with a that. movie that's a, a movie that's coming out soon is um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, mm-hmm. the sequel to the uh, to Into the Spider-Verse, which is in my in my viewing is probably a top five movie for for me all time. Like it just hits so many great notes, and I'm I'm like I'm I'm probably too hyped for it. Like it's coming out soon, but I think it's gonna be. Like I think I still think it's going to be really amazing, but I literally went like I went to that first movie into the Spider Verse. I remember Bayfar and I were just looking for something to do. We went to go see a movie. We chose a Spider Man movie, not having any expectations, and just it was like like mind absolutely mind blowing. For me and Dio, it was the same way. We heard that it was kind of good, and we liked the trailers. We liked the style of it, so we were just like, "Yeah, let's go see it." And then we walked out with our minds absolutely I, dude, blown. I had not even seen a trailer for that movie. Like, I barely knew it existed. I also didn't I watch there. trailers for it. And I didn't want to. Because I knew we were going to be watching it. Yeah. But now, with the new one coming out, I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. Because my expectations are high. That I mean, I'm doing that kind of for Tears of the Kingdom, too. Because I'm, I'm I want to believe in them. Grinding through... Breath of the Wild. I'm having a really good time, but like, I don't know, man. So you played, what was it? You played Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword, and Breath of the Wild in an anticipation. No, I did not play Twilight Princess. Uh, First of all, I don't have Twilight Princess. Second of all, uh, Twilight Princess is not a game I would play again. It's not that I hate it. It's, there are many games I would not play again, even if I enjoy them. Twilight Princess, I think, is probably a better game than Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword, I had never played before fully, so I, 
I wanted to beat that, but yeah, but it was a, but it, oh, that's why you played yeah, Skyward but me- Sword. Just mechanically, from a game to uh, uh, gameplay perspective, I don't think I could do that to myself again. Like I feel like I, I really should have played Skyward Sword when it first came out because the gameplay mechanics are just backwards. They're just backwards. It has really aged. bad compared to Breath of the Wild, at least for me. That's fair. I would play Wind Waker though. So you're hyping yourself up for Breath, for but Tears I'm doing of the it to myself. In the sense that I'm like, mm-hmm. these are my expectations. I'm playing through the game, the previous game. It'd be like me watching Spider Verse, uh, Into the Spider Verse by myself before I went to go see Across the Spider Verse. That's okay. But I don't want someone else doing so it. So here's for what me. you do you need a palate cleanser. You need a palate cleanser. Watch Tobey Maguire Spider Man 2. Is that the one where he does the little, uh, oh, the, wow. the, the, is it the dance? Where he, he's yeah. in the black suit and does the emo dance. Yeah, yeah. that's the one where he goes emo. I, because that was wow. popular at the time. Was that considered popular? That, that I was popular that was... at the time. Ooh. I thought that was the least What happened to Tobey Maguire? Series. Oh, oh, it what absolutely does he do was. Now? <laughs> I need to I know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure I'm... he's doing fine for himself. I'm sure Tobey Maguire is having a great time somewhere. Him and his millions of Spider-Man dollars. What does he do now? Could be blowing it on Gacha. He could be blowing it on Gacha. I can't believe someone would go out of their way to play Gacha games and roll the Gacha and spend their hard-earned money on 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 a Gacha characters and waifus and stuff. And I can't believe that I've started oh playing God. Fate Grand Order again and Genshin again. How do you guys do that? How do you guys? How do you? Okay. Wow. Seriously asking. By being non-committal in every single one. No, 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 one. no, no, no. That's not what I'm asking. I'm not even asking about the the like spending part of it. I am literally asking. I don't. No, it's the non-committal. I tried. I put probably ten hours into Star Rail. I couldn't. I couldn't get into it. Like, I don't know. I don't think it's the art. I don't necessarily think it's the gameplay. I think I just genuinely, in my soul, despise a gotcha system. <laughs> And I just can't get over it. I just can't get over it. That's fair. That's 100% fair. Like early, early game and gotchas are simultaneously. The gotcha is very generous because they want you to roll as much as possible so that you get hooked. You feel invested. You get some characters you like. Uh, But it's also, generally speaking, the worst part of the game. It's the tutorial mode of the, the first like six months of a gotcha game existing is like the tutorial. I think mode I just game, care so know? much about the mm. game part and whether that makes me enjoy it. The, the gotcha is just really off putting to me because when I have a game in front of me, for example, like I'm playing Breath of the Wild, everything is being earned by me. Does that make sense? Like I like I'm not. It's and it's not a grind. Oh, yeah. I want to. I, no, I don't think Breath of the Wild is a grind. Sense. It's it's not a grind to me at least. It's and maybe it's just because I'm having a lot of fun. And every gotcha game has grind to some degree. I think that's probably a big part of it because I can't get over it. Like the thing yeah. is, when it comes to gotcha, you you can't even think about what am I what am I accomplishing this session. It's more like I am chipping away at the thing that I want. That if I keep up this rate, I will have it in a month and a half. Before the event ends. Maybe. 
You might get I, it in a month and a half. And events are their own that's, goddamn. I think that's the other thing I, 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 I realize I just don't like. Yeah. Don't make me daily check into anything. Don't do it. Don't do it. I don't care. Yeah. I can't do it. But they want I you tried. to. They I, want you to log in. They want you to log the in. They want you to hit the buttons on the I am, menu. I, like, I, am, I am serious about this. I felt like I genuinely tried to give a gotcha game a chance in Star Rail. I don't mean even just like the 10-hour play time or whatever. I logged in to do the daily things. I went on like the website where I can do a check-in. I, 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 I did all the things that they offered you at the beginning for the experience to see if it could like draw me in. And I am sitting back now and saying, uh, I need to uninstall it. It's, I don't know why I haven't uninstalled. Oh, no, I know why. Because I've been playing Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I have not uninstalled it because I have been Very playing on my fair. console instead of my PC. That being said, it's still an interesting game. I, I, I wish I could know more about the whole world and, and the characters, which I just recently learned that they're all the same characters and <laughs> from the other, from the Hoyo Verse. Yeah, Mihoyo likes to recycle characters between yeah. their different uh, their different properties. Their different universes. Sometimes they do an actual crossover. Like Fischl shows up uh, in Honkai Impact. I was, Impact I was watching Dio's stream uh, of Star Wars and she plays it in English and I played it in Japanese. I thought the Japanese VA sounded a little bit better. I didn't try the uh, Mandarin because I just don't want to sit there trying to pretend I remember any Mandarin. <laughs> right, what are you playing in? I also, what language I also can't. Nancy? But uh, I'm playing it in Japanese. Uh, I flipped it to English to try and catch the trash taste guys. Okay. Because apparently they're in here somewhere. Oh, really? Yeah, they're just like some, some NPCs that show up for a couple of scenes or something. I feel like uh, I would 100% catch Joey's voice or Garnt's voice. Connor, yeah. on the other hand, because he is a professional voice actor, he could easily slide under the radar if he was if he was trying. I'm pretty sure Joey's the one that would stand out the most to me. Oh yeah, he's not a voice actor, right? So Neither I him or Garnt are voice actor. What do they do? Yeah, so he and Garnt would if just be voice actors. Voices, which oh, is like okay, fine. Uh, they are YouTubers. They're YouTubers they're who talk and, and about Garnt was brief, anime. briefly working for the BBC. For you, briefly. Interesting. They're trash taste buddies. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, that that's what I'm doing right now. I feel like I haven't given Honkai Star Rail enough of a, a go to actually figure out if I like it or not. And the reason why is because every time I load it up, uh, I, you know, I look at it and I'm like, okay, I still got to get over tutorial mode. Because we've just gotten to our first world, March is being March, and we're just trying to trying to be helpful, good little people. And I, I start falling asleep. Wow. Oh my god! Like sitting sitting up at the computer, I start falling asleep. It's not because the don't game is bad. It's that I apparently just don't want to pay attention to it, and that I don't know if it's the I, game. I I mentioned or if it's this just last. Me. I think it was last episode because we fair. started talking a little bit about it. I I like the battle system. The battle system's actually quite fun. I think it's interesting with like the ultimate interrupts and and um characters having like uh uh passive traits that can help during the fight. But if anything, I can mm -hmm. even though I didn't fall asleep at my desk like you did, I 
think that there is way too much text in that game. And a lot of it's inconsequ- inconsequential yeah. text. There's uh, so a pe- lot so, okay. of inconsequential text. People have... So people have oh, the yeah? same feedback about Genshin. They have they have effectively distilled Genshin's dialogue down into a formula. And the formula is text, 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 clever sounding words that are misused. Paimon repeats it in a more simple uh, uh-huh. everyday human uh, vernacular. And then text, 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 a couple of things bolded in blue. Paimon says the same thing again MC never says a thing other than, okay, let's go, or you get two dialogue yes. choices that effectively do the same thing or yeah. are actually just continuing. I noticed that. The, the dialogue is actually... I've heard... I, wouldn't, not, I don't want to say painful. It's just very non-engaging. And things like the item descriptions or like the world mm-hmm. descriptions, like uh, I already forgot what they're called, but the god, the gods in the game or something like that. Had some. Are they called archons in Honkai as well? I don't remember. I don't remember what they're called, but the point being is like there is just (laughs) so much text and um, not in an engaging way. Like I like reading doesn't mean I want to read crap (laughs) on the screen. Doesn't advance the story. So um, the Sean has played far enough where he has told me that. Sometimes the dialogue you come across sounds like it was written by a troller on on Reddit, and you're like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah." Haven't you read any of the, yes, the garbage can yes, descriptions? I, I'm I like, did. No. I like I. And then apparently the garbage cans yeah. are all just like one yeah. big meme in the entire game. And I'm like, okay, so now I start paying attention to it, and it's like every every garbage receptacle that you come across has like a big life story about its description, why it's sitting mm-hmm. there, and how many. Mm-hmm years of age it has seen standing guard over the refuse of human uh, whatever civilization and then no 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 there is there is one or two of them that give you something i remember that much out of about one or two probably about in that in that section from what i remember there's probably about 15 trash cans probably one or two of them give you something that being said that what that really screams to me is that you know whoever's writing the official script and have has to do the script for the characters has their job, and then whoever gets to do flavor text such as things like this, that's probably if you work for this company or work for the translation side, that's where you get to have fun. It's terrible script writing to be honest. It's it's really bad. I wonder if this is something they also do in they the other languages or if it's just the English one. That's yeah. got to be in every language. It's probably it's probably equivalent of be. like we know we have a lot of stuff for you to translate, but here's something that you can do for fun. Like here's a little bit of guidance on what we want to see, but we're not going to like I feel like and I could be super incorrect that they're not going to be like this garbage can needs to say the exact same thing in seven languages. <laughs> I really hope not. Anyways. Oh no. Maybe and you know that's that's something that's like a meme that I only really just started paying attention to, but even that it starts yeah. becoming walls of text that you just want to end like I have stopped reading them. Uh going back to Genshin though, Genshin dailies are a thing. I know that you unlock them in Star Rail eventually too, but in Genshin the the dailies are 
you gotta do them every day. Yeah. And then you get your free primos. And and they're just there's so many dailies where you're just hitting the space not the space bar, it's F in that one. You're just hitting yeah. like the confirm button and yeah. just going, Yes, 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 whatever. Just just tell me what you want me to do. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, here's the thing you want me to do. And the worst thing is when they say, Go to this other place to deliver a message I think, and then come back. I think another thing that I really yeah. hate about dailies because I'm not used to playing games with dailies in general. But I just hate that there's like 18, maybe not 18, eight maybe actually, different dailies. Like, and they all have their own separate menu and they all have some different place you have to click and there's all this, like I just, no, I don't know. It's just busy work. That's my problem with it. And I don't, that's exactly what it is. It exists to take up time in the game because the way that, the way that gotcha games work is that they have story that's usually they will release a chunk of story My. every few oh. months and they need reasons for you to log in between story chunks. Part of that's to make your characters more strong or part of that is to join events. But when they have nothing else, sure. they want to keep you engaged. And I think that's by giving you dailies, something that you have to do Every day, even if it's an yeah. only a half hour of your day that you're de- dedicated dedicating to the game, and that yeah. is a problem. I, I for still me. logging that's in, probably and you're still the last playing. and final thing that I I dislike the most is you mentioned characters getting stronger, and that is first of all in a game that's already a lot a lot of the grind. Like you do a level up grind of some kind, or um, you know materials grinding or something like that. And so Star Rail kind of does materials grinding mm-hmm. where you get items that give you experience. I'm like, I kind of get that. But my problem, just my problem every with that, works that is way. that it's t- your experience is gated because you might not get experience items if you're doing something. Like I just... I, exactly. I, I, I'm going to just say it outright. I don't know how Angelo plays all these gotcha games it makes no sense to me as some as someone who is a game enjoyer i just don't get it so straight up angela's just built different for me i almost always only play one gotcha at a time i go with one gotcha that has my my attention for the longest time that was fake grand order and then i fell out of fake grand order for genshin and then i stopped playing genshin and Nikkei came along. I thought Nikkei was a meme, but it turns out it's an actual good game. <laughs> and now something has changed. So Nikkei got a PC client. And it works way better than on my phone. So I actually don't play Nikkei on my phone anymore. Genshin doesn't really work on my phone either. So suddenly when I'm away from my PC, I've got fate grand order time. So when I'm on, on, on the bathroom, on, in the bathroom in the morning, that can be fate grand order time. I can mess around with Nikkei on my PC when I have PC time. Mm-hmm. And one last thing happened that got me to reinstall Genshin. On a whim, I looked up uh, how to install Genshin on the Steam Deck once again. The last time I tried this was last fall, and it was an absolute nightmare. It, it felt impossible. But I looked up a guide this time, and it said, oh... Proton supports it pretty well now. Just register the installer as an external Steam game 
set Proton to experimental and it'll probably work. Is Proton is Proton CMOS? So I did that. Uh, so Proton is what Valve calls their, I want to say an extension of Wine or a version of Wine. It is basically their translation layer that oh, makes okay. Windows games work on Linux. So mm-hmm. I installed it. I had to do a little bit of extra fuckery by pointing different files into different areas. Uh-oh. Uh, but then it just worked. I was nice. able to log in. Nice. I was able to set my controls so it didn't expect keyboard and mouse. It actually worked fine with the with the Valve uh controls on the Steam Deck. All the all the icons were popping up. It I feel like Genshin <laughs> sucks on a controller. It has mm-hmm. a lot of inconsistencies in the controller, so you really have to pay attention to what buttons it wants you to press in what menus. I But it does work. I have it set to like minimum settings, but it runs at 60 frames per second. I remember saying this. Uh, Maybe it was last episode because we were talking. I don't remember if we talked about controls. I think we talked a little bit. I initially, for for Star Rail, I was like, this is an RPG. RPGs are meant to be played with controllers. It feels nice on a controller. It's the fucking menus and the fucking dailies that make me need to use a motion control uh, keyboard because it's clicking all the goddamn daily buttons. I hate it. So, so I think I had the same problem with Witcher Three. Witcher Three was originally made for a controller. So if you try to manage, oh wait, no, other way around. It was originally made for PC. So they assume that you have a mouse and you can Mm. click around through all these inventory management grids. Uh, but when you try to do the same thing with a mm-hmm. controller, it gets clunky. It's not great. Yes. It's, yeah. Some games are definitely designed with a yes. UI that's that, more keyboard. That's or, definitely or a more problem where forward it's, and- I don't know if game devs think about it as much that way. Like they're, they're probably just thinking, well, you can switch to whatever you like. And I get that. But it's interesting because if you make the gameplay controller friendly, but you make the menuing keyboard and mouse friendly, especially mouse friendly, it's kind of super annoying. And here's one little thing that they could do to make it much better on the Steam Deck. I don't expect them to. The problem is when you set Genshin to controller mode, it ignores all mouse inputs. So the Steam Deck touchscreen no longer works in the game once it's in controller mode. So you are dedicated controller. You are a uh, Star Rail is actually hmm. not doesn't actually doesn't have that problem. You can switch immediately, which is really nice, but annoying. Nice. And I'm uninstalling the game as we speak. <laughs> now that's the other thing about Genshin on the Steam Deck. Genshin is a really big game. At over 100 gigabytes installed, it literally takes and- up. Half of my Steam Deck's SSD. And growing. Every time they release a new patch, the game is bigger. (laughs) I'm laughing because I remembered something. At the end of last episode, we were talking about Star Rail as well. At that time, I realized I hadn't done my dailies yet, so I actually started playing the game while we were recording. (laughs) And this episode, I'm uninstalling it at the end of the recording. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) 
I that's, love it. That's well timed. Ah, oh, that's <sighs> the kind of that's the kind of energy. That's the kind of mindset you need to play gotcha games. You need to make sure that you stay free to pure and threaten them with the uninstall at the slightest True. transgression. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. this concludes the second last episode. No, don't, don't uninstall do us. Don't do Please it. Don't uninstall us. We're free. Exactly. We're free and we're not pirateware. At this time, one week out. We will have one more episode uh, before the con. It will release on the Wednesday before the con. We won't be recording live at Odafest mm-hmm. because we've decided that it's just not really worth uh, the effort. And you're already going to be at the con. I don't, I don't need to tell the you. live it's, episodes it'll sounded be fine. so bad last and, year. And uh, other than that, we'll have a couple more episodes after that, and then we'll end the season. So we will see you in a week. It'll be great. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.